Thank you for double-clicking your mouse tonight. You're listening to the Midnight Frightcast in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Everybody, welcome to the Midnight Fright Cast, episode number 20. Balloons, confetti, strippers. Wait. Hey, that ended nicely. (laughs) (laughs) This is your host, Greg the Movie Guy, here. We are celebrating episode 20. We've got the entire Midnight Frights crew at the table. Everybody cheer. To my right. Josh, I didn't use my hands. (laughs) <laughs> is Tom. Tom, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you so much. Sitting across from me, and we'll probably get kicked in the nuts at some point this evening, is Patrick. Hey, everybody. And to my left. See the left? Mm-hmm. I'm doing it, Josh. He's it's the left. His hand. Josh is sitting to my left. What's C- up, Josh? Congratulations from knowing your left from your right. <laughs> <laughs> we are here, and we've got, some, uh, we've got some cool stuff planned for you on episode number 20. We are – let me back up. Today is October 29th. Which is kind of a sad day because in two days, well, it's a happy day, is Halloween, which is one of my favorite holidays. I think mm-hmm. one of all of our favorite holidays. Yeah. The sad part of it is it means the end of the 31-day horror movie challenge will be over. Did I say over already? I feel like I said over already. You may have. You may have. Whatever. It's going to be over. And it's kind <laughs> of sucking because this has been one of the better ones. Can I say that because we've only done two? This is the second one? Yeah, but I mean, I feel like we all kind of uh, participated better this time around. Tom. Tom. <laughs> Tom. Tom. I watch, I'm watching series. I didn't know I could count those. That, they, why not? That's content. Yeah, that's, so we, uh, we, we just kind of want to spend a little bit of time recapping um, five plus of our uh, favorite ones that we have watched. Dick. Shut up. <laughs> you know I can't do more than – shut up. Um, we're going to spend some time recapping on, uh, what we've watched that we've really, really enjoyed and a couple stinkers just because those are really fun. So who would like to, uh, Rochambeau first? Are we going to do round Robin? Yeah. We'll just go around the table. Round Robin. And okay. Who would like, we start with our fifth and work our way up to our favorite. And then, oh Jesus Christ. I didn't do that. Well, look at your list, man. Uh, and then follow it up with the, uh, the stinker. Okay. So top to bottom. Or favorite to non-favorite? Pickle. Oh, are you starting, Greg? I can start because okay. I have more than five, naturally. Well, you shouldn't have more than five because well, we're only I'm, much. You scratch off those it. extras. I'm hosting the podcast, so I you can, will listen to every damn word like I have to say. I can, like, mute your mic is what I can I'm do. I'm going to kick you in the nuts. I told you it was going to happen. <laughs> God. All right, so I will give you um, probably the bottom two, and I'll just I'll pitch out two every time we come across. So, Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I meant – go ahead, Greg. Rules do not apply to me. <laughs> I'm better than all of you. <laughs> so um, at the bottom of my list was a movie that actually just came out right before this challenge started. Uh, Stephen King's story called Gerald's Game. Mm. Was n- I wasn't anticipating watching this, but I watched the trailer, read a little bit up on it, and it was a little bit intriguing to me. So I uh, enjoyed that one quite a bit. And there was also one that I just recently watched called Starry Eyes. Has any of you seen? Yeah, I hated it. You hated it? Mm -hmm. Really? Interesting. I actually, I was very surprised because I was going in not anticipating liking it. But watching the transformation that this girl goes through, 
was really, really pretty cool. So hmm. that's my 5.1 and 5.2. All right. Who's next? Who's up next? Are we going around the table or are we going across? The I'll table? go. It's fine. Uh, <clears throat> so uh, the bottom of my list, uh, because I didn't put these in order, but I can right off the top. Uh, rest stop. Um, I've seen before, uh, but uh, it's it's super effective. It's really good. It's one location, a really small group of actors, and uh, it's a super effective story. So uh, oh, yeah, I watched uh, Rest Stop. There's two. There's a Rest Stop two, um, but yeah, Rest Stop. Uh, I would check it out. I would definitely recommend it. Uh, it's a it's super simple, real quick watch. So yeah, Rest Stop. All right, it up. Uh, my number five. Uh, was actually our homework this evening. I really uh, did enjoy The Babysitter. And since we're going to talk about it later, I'm going to go ahead and pass the microphone over to Tom. Okay. Um, I had a, Can I do two of them right now? Just to pop them out? Yes, you can, Tom. Okay. Because they kind of <laughs> go together. Um, they both happened to be uh, animal terror. One was called Grey with Liam Neeson. Have you guys ever seen this movie? Yeah. I have not. Um, it's not a gore fest necessarily, but... Um, the plane goes down in Alaska. <clears throat> these wolves basically hunt them down. Is it kind of like a pot boiler more? Yeah. It's like, like tension builder kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. 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 There's some, definitely there's some gore in it when the wolves do get to them. Um, and then the other one is uh, Dog Soldiers. Have you guys seen this yet? Mm-mm. My God, this movie's good. A um, bunch of uh, Scottish soldiers are on a training mission and they come across this cabin and basically this family slaughtered and they're trying to help. And it turns out that they were slaughtered by a werewolf and they end up having to fight it. Uh, it's really quite good. Excellent. Those my two. Excellent. All right. So now uh, going to Greg's 4.1 and 4.2. Back to me. All right. Um, there was a movie that came out last year that I was interested in checking out. It was called lights out. I was intrigued by it because I absolutely love the short film that it is based on. And I was a little nervous going into watching the feature because features can screw things up, especially if they're based on stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought this one was impeccable. Did held the, the original story up really nicely. Uh, even gave a great nod to it at the beginning. Um, really held your uh, held the atmosphere and the the tension. I thought did really really good. So I was very pleased by that one. Um, watched uh, another. Um, Stephen King movie, Children of the Corn. I'd never seen that before. Hmm. Very uh, intriguing. Kind of weird, but uh, I liked weird, it. Yeah. I liked it. It's point, definitely point dated. Of, it is very dated. Point of trivia here. I dated the granddaughter of the person who owned that cornfield. Thank you very much. So he's like, is he, what What degree of Kevin Bacon is he That's then? like 96. I don't know, but could we get that cornfield? <laughs> uh, do you still have I connection? <laughs> if I did, I wouldn't be here because my wife would kill me. Moving on to number two. I see production ba- production value in that. Nice. I did watch uh, Children of the Corn for our 80s challenge, though. Oh, you did? And Lights Out, I thought, lived better in the short form. I, I agree, but for what they did with it in yeah. uh, the feature, it was a lot better yeah. than I was anticipating. No. Um, uh, high Tension. High Tension would be my, my number two. Out of my, has anybody seen High Tension? I don't believe it's I have. It's a foreign film. I'd definitely check out High Tension. It's super uh, – it's got a little weird um, – I noticed it the last time I watched it. It's got a little bit of a weird uh, how they tie it all together, um, but it's uh, it's it's a good watch. I'd I check out High Tension as well. It's it's super good. So 
I'm keeping them short and sweet. Check out High <laughs> <All> Tension. <right. laughs> Excellent. Uh, my number four is Carnage Park. And uh, this is kind of like a pulp uh, grindhouse style film. Um, it, to me, it really had a blend of Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez uh, putting it together. It was about a bank robbery gone bad. Uh, and they take this hostage, but then this, uh, they take him to this remote desert area. And uh, there's somebody there who stalks them. It's just really tension building, really cool, nice twists in it. Uh, if you if you like blood, if you like Grindhouse, check out Carnage Park. Is that the one based off of a real life tale? Also, not no. that I'm aware okay. of. Oh, the Snowtown Murders. Never mind. No. Uh, different thing. Yeah, <laughs> Let's move and it on. and it takes place in 1978, so it has this like really cool feel to it as well from nostalgia point of view. So, all right, Thomas. Oh, um, well, since I didn't watch that many. Um, I'm gonna have to say the bad seed, although I, I would have put that as my number five. That was probably least of them. It was it's a little um, old. They did do a remake of it with um, child actor. Same Elijah. title. Same title. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Elijah Wood played the. I don't know. Anyway, I will put that, and I'm doing two at a time just because. Then you don't. Have, and I would say the babysitter <laughs> as well. All right, so we are on three, number three. So three point one for me. A uh, movie that I actually, actually, uh, both of these are rediscoveries for me. Uh, one was The Descent. Seen this a long time ago. The one where they go down into the cave and yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I had forgotten completely about this and found it in my my own collection actually, which makes this really sad. Um, but just really, really enjoyed the atmosphere and the tension and what they were able to do with the uh, the darkness and everything in that movie. Um, also, uh, another rediscovery for me was the movie called Teeth. Oh, that's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> Disturbingly awkward in every sort of way, but God damn it, it is effective. <laughs> I remember one scene in that movie I, that involves a dog. Yep. That's towards the very end, and it's just as uncomfortable as... <laughs> oh, wow. that, that is on my list to watch, but it's... Uh, have you not seen it? I have not seen it. I don't think it, I made it all so. the way through it. Really? Mm-mm. You yeah. didn't like it? Uh, I think I fell asleep. I mean, it's, that's it's, not good. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not for everyone's taste, but I, I, I liked it. I did too. I did too. Um, I would recommend uh, as above, so below. If you like the descent, I think we talked about that. Yes, you did. I'd definitely check that out. Um, I think I have that so, hanging around somewhere. Um, uh, my number three would be Hush, which I've talked about mm. on the podcast before. That's a good. Flip. It's one of my favorite home invasion films. Um, love the way they put it all together. Uh, we talked about that a little bit before we right. started this about just the different sets and it's more like, yeah, what we talked about. But um, yeah, definitely one of my favorite home invasion films, mm-hmm. um, Hush. Okay, my number three is a film with one of my favorite Hobbits. Um, it's, a, <laughs> it's a it's a movie called Pet. Uh, it has oh, Dominic uh, Monaghan yeah. in it and uh, it is a, it's what you would think, someone kind of abduct someone, keeps them in a cage, but it's really not what you think. And it is twisted and the acting is superb in it. Uh, if you want to feel uncomfortable, it's a good one to feel uncomfortable with. Remnants of uh, Tusk? No, uh, no, 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 it's different. Okay. It's definitely it's, different. It's literally but... someone being kept in a cage and the mind games they play with uh, each yeah, other. Yeah. It's super good. It's on uh, Amazon prime. Is that. it Amazon prime? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, I forgot. I totally forgot. I watched that. Yeah, no, that's a it's a great movie. So passing the baton, Tom. Um, 
case I've done before, I'm just going to pick the series that I'm watching. I have to say, I'm really digging uh, American Horror Story Cult. Agreed. There was that one hiccup you and I talked about, that one episode that was kind of, Yeah, the the Andy Warhol mishap. Yeah, that was like, you didn't even need that. No. Plus, I'm not a fan of Lena Dunham. Um, Yeah. But I thought it picked up really well last week. Yeah, no, I agree. So. Yeah, for, for a weirdness factor. Yeah. It heightened very well. <laughs> All right. So um, number two. Number two. So 2.1 um, was a movie that I saw back when I was in high school. I'm ashamed to admit that. The Ring. Mm, the think. Ring. Yeah. It was a good movie. The, very good. The remake or the original? The remake. Okay. It was a remake. I don't know where. I, I've seen both. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the original's way, way fucking creepier. Yeah, but the, that um, was just on TV. It, I don't. I just Ring saw you it. or the Ring, the one with Naomi Watts. The oh, ring. the yeah. Ring. I was like just on like yesterday. I was watching part of it. Yeah, it's it was very good. I, I'm very pleased at how well it held up in the the years since it's been released. Those movies wrapped together really well because Rings was even. Good. Right up there too. Mm-hmm. You saw mm-hmm. Rings, Patrick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then there's Lord of the Rings. That was pretty. I that was a little more think... epic, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> epic horror tale? Can they do that? <laughs> um, another one is a a long time rediscovery. Is the uh, is Saw? I started watching oh, Saw. Yeah. I had yeah, seen yeah. that since it first came out, and really didn't like it when it first came out. But I gave it another chance, and I was very impressed by it. It's effective. It is very effective. They do really well with that yeah. story. Let me go through my notes and let you know what I thought of Saw. <laughs> Nuts, you got about an hour. Let Patrick tear it apart. <laughs> Actually, just go back and listen to the podcast because it, it's there. It's rough. It made me it's feel the, really bad. Yeah. It, it made Josh feel bad for liking it. Did you make Josh cry? No, not quite. But What, what was it with Carrie always? That's the one always. with Carrie always, yeah. But I mean, is that was your main objection? Or? No, there was, was there was plot was, holes. It was like, like pages. It was pages. It was one page. <laughs> it felt like of, pages. Co- I remember of his college ruled. His performance got panned. Oh, totally. But yeah. I kind of want to rewatch it. I love. Saw. I mean, I did He's enjoy love that franchise. He's I a, did enjoy the movie, but there was there was just plot holes. Well, galore, there, there is but, in horror and movies. yeah, it's, it's hard to you have to ignore those. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to. You don't have to know. All right, Josh, um, Eyes two. of My Mother uh, was a a, a a new discovery for me, and it's really well. It's one of two on my list that was a, a new watch for me. And I followed along with, for that movie for a, quite a while. Um, it was on Netflix. Happily pulled the trigger. It was you watched it too, Patrick, right? Yes. It was. Uh, it was eerie. It was haunting, and uh, I watched it early. I watched it early on in the in the challenge. So I'm trying to re- kind of remember back. But um, uh, yeah, I just remember it being uh, really, really haunting. A lot of the imagery in it, and. Um, I don't want to say too much because I, I yeah I felt bad for the the girl in that movie a lot, quite a bit. So I don't want to spoil it because I think people should watch as my mother and it shot really well. Yeah, all black and white, right? Yes. And, is uh, it old? It's, no, no two thousand sixteen because it was on my it's, list. It's nice, like beautifully shot. So yeah, it's a it's a great watch. Uh, my number two is Purge Election Year. Believe it or not, I I didn't think that would be at the top of my list, but there was something about it that just kept me captivated the entire time. I think it's the best of the Purge series. Mm-hmm. I've only um, seen the original. It 
it didn't have any A-list actors except for uh, the, the 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 female senator who's been in a couple of things. She was in Lost. She was in Gia. She was uh, in in a number of things. And I can't say that it was well written, but there was just something about it that kept me captivated for the entire time. So that that did hit the top of my list. Agreed. And I, I think it's been proven over and over again that A-list actors in horror movies don't Doesn't go well. work well. I watched, I watched one. This is just a side note. Uh, Midnight Meat Train that had Bradley Cooper. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. <laughs> or Patrick's Saturday Night. <laughs> My in Saturday college. Nights in College. Um, the Midnight Meat Train. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I can't remember who the, the female was in there. But it's just, no, you can't do it. It's mm. It's got to be somebody that you don't know, especially it, if – it takes you out. I I think for me, the only ones that are successful that way are like the Insidious movies, the uh, the the, the oh, Annabelle series, yeah, no. those things like that, where it's got <clears throat> those people playing particular characters. I think that right. they are very good at acting in those types of movies. What if the A list actor is playing the antagonist in that kind of movie? That would be that wouldn't work for me. That doesn't work either. No. Well, the well, I take the that ring. Back. I mean, that's Newman Watts' A list. Yeah, but that wasn't. She wasn't A list at the time, though, was oh, she? Sure. She was she closer was. to A list. I mean, it, that would probably be the one exception that I would give. Even then, I still wouldn't have used an A list actor for yeah. it because it does take you out. And there's um, the 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 lady that plays um, Abby Shudo from NCIS is in there. She makes an appearance, but that was before she was famous. Uh, Brian Cox is in that. Gosh. Yeah, he's. He's a great actor. He's a phenomenal actor. Um, there's countless other people in there that just, yeah, it's A-list people in horror movies. Just no. It takes you out of it. It does. It really does. Yeah. Tom, number two. I, I've already done five. Oh. Are you out? Yeah. He caps out. Okay. Number so one. I will wrap up here with uh, one of, and I'm probably going to get made fun of for this, so bring it on. <laughs> um, one of my favorite horror movies is Wrong Turn. That. That's not a bad. That's not a bad call. Okay, <clears throat> I've probably seen it, but I don't remember it. Uh, Eliza Dushku's in it. She's about the only A-lister, if you want to call her that. But uh, was she at the time, though? I think she was fairly new in Wrong Turn. She, well, no, she had uh, she had come out with. Um, she did a TV show before that. I don't know if it was a TV show. She was in Clueless, I believe. Okay. Did any? Yeah. Don't ask me why I know yeah. that. Um. No, they go into the they go into the mountains and they get abducted by the uh, the inbred or inbred people. <laughs> Patrick's not even listening to me. So no, I'm watched, looking it up. Oh, okay. Yeah, you'll probably recognize it once you see it. They made six. of They those. made a lot of those. I didn't realize they had so many mm-hmm. sequels. Yeah, they made um, six of them. What were the names of the sequels? I don't. Wrong know. turn one through six. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> Wrong turn two. Dead end. Yeah. Exactly. Dun dun dun. Um, so that's it's one of my favorite horror movies. I enjoy watching that, and I haven't watched it in a long time. Um, my other number one is Dale and Tucker versus Evil. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's I a great movie. Love that movie so much. Great movie. <laughs> that's like hom- uh, comedy uh, comedy horror at its best. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. They did really yeah. well with that. Yeah. So, so that's all I have. Yeah. Number one, Josh. Um, my number one is uh, I watched it today actually, and uh, I didn't think this would be it, but I'm going to throw it on there anyway. I finally, and I've had this movie sitting on my table for a while now, uh, The Belko Experiment. Uh, It's fucking fantastic. It is really uh, office space meets battle royale. It's like, it's people put in a situation and being told you can either do this or everyone's going to start dying. And there's someone from The Office Space in that movie, right? 
I don't know. I don't think so. Well, I'm pretty sure. Check it. Uh, look it up. Um, so I think it was one of the two guys that came in to fire everybody in the office, I think is in. Anyway, continue. It, yes. I okay. think he plays a guy named Wendell in that movie. I think that's him. That might be him. Um, anyway, it's um, uh, a bunch of people working in an office and um, normal day and a uh, voice comes over the um, – over the, uh, the the speaker saying, Every, you got you got one hour to kill this many people or I'm going to start killing them for you. And it's, it's really uh, interesting to watch everybody separate into groups as far as um, I, I can pull the trigger and I cannot pull the trigger. And watching them kind of go against each other. Hmm, so um, it, it really is uh, – uh, a cool movie and it it takes a little bit to get into the actual like action of it but once it does the body count goes crazy wow. and um yeah it's uh, it's a lot of fun so john c mcginley uh i love does john c the, mcginley okay. from yeah scrubs scrubs yeah i i love john c. i believe he plays wendell in that movie. wendell yeah. is the correct who is yeah. like a, the guy. craziest character ever in that movie. i think he's a great actor he's done a lot of oliver stone movies yeah um so yeah, Belko Experiment. And I feel like I did the 31 Days of Thriller Challenge, by the way, because a lot of mine were not so much horror, horror. Yeah. as is they were like psychological kind of... That's, that was the one I one issue I had with like Gerald's game because it did not feel horror to me except for like maybe two or three parts. Yeah, you could almost say there was a supernatural aspect to more it, but it was more in her mind than it was supernatural. Yeah. But then there was the... <clears throat> guy but that ended up being anyway it's yeah it's like it's a it's a multi-genre movie for sure i do but i it, do recommend that movie too. oh yeah it was very good very very it good. didn't hit my top list but i do recommend it i think it's one of the better produced stephen king movies yeah um my number one is uh one that josh has already mentioned the eyes of my mother um you mentioned how beautiful it was the the cinematography and it was absolutely stunning even in the most gruesome parts of that movie it was beautiful hmm. and the underscoring of the music and everything else there's some extremely brutal things going on in this movie mm-hmm. but the move but the music that underscores it takes it in a different way and and you do feel for the antagonist mm-hmm. in this movie it's um i i have never f- felt this way about a horror thriller type film than I did in this one because it was so beautiful. You don't walk away from a movie thinking that was a beautiful movie, but I just saw a horror movie. She's easily the one of the most confused antagonists ever. It's like she doesn't know. It's like she doesn't understand. Like she's, she's brought up on death, but it's like she doesn't understand it. Yeah. Does that make sense kind of? Yeah, a little totally. Bit? Yeah. Totally. Well, she has such a misrepresentation about what it is. Yeah. Um, so so I I suggest that to everybody at this table yeah. to to watch that one and mm-hmm. anybody to watch that one. It's on Netflix. It is on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Tom, you already did yours. Uh, so we're now, now we're going to do this, the, our one stinker, the one we have at the bottom one of the One stinker, Greg. That's all I've got. That's okay. all I've got. I wrote down three. Okay. All right, let's go. <laughs> Fair All right, enough. let's roll through them. All right, I'm just I'm gonna make this as quick as possible. The movie I watched was called Mockingbird. Quick premise: a couple are given a camera and a set of instructions which they must follow, or else someone will die. 
the film had the makings of something good, but every time it looked like it was going to build to something good, the chair got kicked out from under it, and it was just I, – I just I want to read my, my synopsis here that I wrote. I really hate myself for watching this, but should I really be at fault? This was directed by the same guy who directed The Strangers. So I was pure in my reasonings for giving it a chance, right? Right? This is a 4F movie. Found footage fucking failure. Never once scary, never slightly interesting, and the end makes no sense at all. Bottom of the barrel, consider yourself drugged. Had you seen this one, Patrick? I did see this one, and I enjoyed it. Really? Tom, had you seen this one? No. No? <clears throat> yeah. That disappoints I, me. That I, we, we need to have a conversation after I, this. <laughs> I don't know. It, it wasn't like I loved it, yeah. but it, it, I didn't walk away hating it as much as you did. I, I did enjoy it. I thought it was a good watch. But it also has clowns in it. A clown. <clears throat> right. And that's kind of what I was looking for was something yeah. spooky. But the clown. Oh, there's was, nothing spooky. No, not at all. But the clown in there was a I think what I liked goofball. is how the stories overlapped. I give you that one. Yeah. I thought that was pretty clever. I give you that one. Okay. Josh. Uh, mine's a rewatch. Um, and I'm a glutton for punishment because I hated it when I saw it in the theater. And then I hated it again when I saw it the next time. And then I hated it again and again and again every single time I watched it. And yet I will probably watch it again because I really want to know why I hate this movie. And it's called It Follows. I fucking mm. hate this movie with a really? passion. Every single time I put it in, I know I'm going to hate That's it. Why I was surprised to see that you watched it for this challenge. trying so hard to find a reason to like that movie, mm. and I can't. Because and it's so popular. I will watch it again. I guarantee it, and I will fucking hate it that time too. <laughs> so It Follows is on the top of my shit list right now, but it's closely followed by a movie called It Comes at Night, which I really wanted to love, and I didn't. And a movie called The Black Coat's Daughter, which I really wanted to love, and I didn't. Okay. All right. So it sounds like you're going to hate fuck it follows for a few more times. <laughs> oh, I will. Because you'll be watching it just knowing that you hate it. Mm-hmm. See, that's that's kind of the same thing that I have with The House's October build. It's like I don't want to like this movie, but I keep coming back to it. Trying to, trying to discover something. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And now I want to see the sequel. <laughs> Silence. Uh, oh yeah, they did make a sequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. My my bottom of the barrel was a movie called The Love Witch. <laughs> okay, now realize that my <laughs> challenge was to watch all movies from 2016 that I had not seen. Horror movies from 2016 I had not seen. It actually had some good reviews, so I said, "All right, let's throw that in there." Elaine, a beautiful young witch, is determined to find a man to love her. She makes spells and potions and then picks up men and seduces them. However, her spells work too well, leaving her with a string of hapless victims. I was attracted to it because it was filmed in like this 1960s style. The, the director, okay. the director was very specific about how she wanted to film this, mm-hmm. and she wanted to make it look like it was made in the 60s. And while that was successful, this was my first true stinker of the month for me. Do not waste your time. Even the nostalgic 60s film style did not provide enough interest to keep me wanting to watch this. The 61 percent of Rotten Tomato viewers that like this can all toss my salad. <laughs> Did you? Did, there was, that was on uh, Amazon Prime, right? Love Witch. Yes, yeah. I believe. I've, it, yeah, I've gone by it a yeah. few times. Yeah. I just Fuck kept going. me! It sucked so bad. <laughs> Tom, is there anything you hate? Uh, I, I'm going to have to pick one on your list just by the title alone, which is House of Purgatory. Oh, it's awful. It, it no, no. I'll talk about that really, really quick. I'll move on. But go ahead, Tom. No, nope, that's all. Like I didn't see it. Um, <laughs> I, I. It, it's hard for me to invest in a movie that I know I'm going to hate. 
because it's like I could spend that time doing something. It has a great premise, though. It had uh, a, a group of kids. There's a there's a uh, urban legend about a haunted house that for every room you go in, every story you go up, you get money back for that. Have you heard this? Mm-mm. Have you heard? Th- so there's no. supposedly one in Omaha that uh, people talked about for a long, I mean, I heard about it. If every, you hmm. pay money, 20 bucks to go in. It was 20 stories. Every story you go up, you get a dollar back for every story that you can get through. But as you, they get higher, they start using like live like bugs and oh. it just gets like yeah. crazy wow. bad in there. And Do you have to um, sign a consent form for this? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if it ex- I don't even know if it exists though because <clears throat> I've never I never saw it and mm-hmm. I never went to it, but people talked about it. So this took pay- place in some somewhere in Iowa where these kids went out to a, a haunted house <laughs> that uh, they had heard about but they'd never seen and you pay to get in and for every every floor you go, you get money back and they just happened to go on Halloween when it was free and instead of going up, they go down. down. And uh, it was just – so the premise is really, really great, full of bad acting, full of bad direction, full of bad just writing. Mm-hmm. It was just bad execution overall. Mm-hmm. Great idea, poor execution. Kind of sounds like that, that game show that was hosted by the, 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 the sisters. Elevator. Elevator. Very, oh, yeah, yeah, very yeah, similar. Yeah, yeah. Saska sisters. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. That was horrible. Um, you were talking about that. It reminded me of a movie I saw. It was called The Blackout Experiment. And it's a documentary of uh, the blackout group in California that you hire them and they like basically abduct you and torture you and do all sorts. But you sign the consent form. That's yeah. what made me think of it. It's like to have the <clears throat> ultimate horror experience. And like this documentary covers four different people who went through it and how they became addicted to it. And it was just—it's just really interesting documentary. Yeah. There's one in Minnesota I know because I was there with Elizabeth for a convention that you had to. We were asking about haunted houses because we were there on mm-hmm. Halloween, and they said, "This is the haunted house. I this is the one that you got to go to. This one, but just so you know, they you have to consign a you have to sign a consent form, and there are females in there that have left without their clothes." Because they will rip mm-hmm. their clothes off and they will touch them and they will grab them because you can't do anything about it. Yes, you sign the that's, that's where that's where I draw the line. Yeah, and, I and, that's, it. and that's what they do in the blackout yeah. experience. Oh, it's not in a million years. They can abduct you. They can put you in in like cellars and like in co- coffins and, and just lock you in you there and, all sorts of and stuff, then yeah. just leave you for a while. Yeah, no fucking way. No, not my not my Yeah. So, Greg, take us to our feature. Let's go to the feature, Patrick. Lead us in to The Babysitter. Uh, Okay. Uh, The Babysitter. Cole is madly in love with his babysitter, B. She's cool and awesome in all the ways Cole is not. One evening, while B is babysitting, Cole witnesses the unthinkable. Now he must survive a night full of first kisses, first broken hearts, and first encounters with homicidal maniacs. (laughs) On IMDb... It got 6.4 out of 10 stars. And on Rotten Tomatoes, let's see what it got. Uh, 69% on the tomato meter and 62% on the audience score. Hmm. First off. a higher audience score. <laughs> you what? I thought it would have been a higher audience score. I did score. too, That's personally. a low IMDb score, I think, too. 6.4 is a low for me. I can see why critics may not like it, but, I mean, it's entertaining as hell. Yeah. I- yeah, I agree. First off, this movie does nothing to dispel the hot babysitter no. stigma because no. Samara Weaving, holy God. 
since my wife is in the house, I have to mention that this was the most unattractive babysitter I've ever seen in my life. Um, and since my wife sometimes listens to these, um, the guy that had a shirt off the whole time was very good looking. <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on now? <laughs> and since my don't you have a shirt is listening, I have to say she is over 18. <laughs> <laughs> Which, did we determine that she was over 18? Actually, I don't know. <laughs> were we having a conversation about how old she was or how old he make, was? I was trying to make a joke about how – yeah, how old she was. No, I I, yeah, I, I know that. I, just, I think there was a conversation between all of us or some of us about how old she, he or she was. I thought the joke was about how old is the movie. Which is, was my way of saying yeah. how old is she. Gotcha. Fair enough. So. I missed it. Who wants to start? Okay. Did we start? Go ahead. Yeah, we've, I mean, we started, but who Let's wants to... Let Tom start. Tom, why don't you start? Uh, what's the actor's, the actress's name? The Samara actress's Weaving. name? Yeah. What, what else has she done? She's uh, great. Nothing, I Stand by. I'm not on much. Samara Weaving was also in... Uh, she's known for... Monster Trucks. Ash versus Evil Dead. Ooh, well, that's that's a good show. Um... I'm out. Anyway, she's she's great in it. Um, the boy one, is great in it. One that she's come that she's going to be in is called Smilf. I have no idea what Smilf. <laughs> I assume that's stepmothers. I'd like to. Oh, probably fine by me. You've done the babysitter. What are you going to follow it up with? Smilf. Smilf. <laughs> I thought she was fantastic. She um, was amazing. The the character development in this, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to jump into this, was probably the best part of this movie. From, from from her or the, the – Just the two of them together. Yeah, I thought yeah, their connection yeah. was like they, they built it very up very early on and they maintained it the can, entire time. Can we say anything about it's, – It's so new. I think giving spoilers would be difficult. Yeah. I mean it's going to be difficult not to give this Well, I, I will yeah. say this. Throughout the, the, the movie, especially at the end, <clears throat> they still have this like love connection. Oh, I yeah. Which I thought was phenomenal choice. Yeah. Um, and she is so sweet to him in the first 20 minutes or so that, oh man, it's great. That you have to like her? Mm -hmm. Kind of. How can you not like her? Yeah, exactly. The other three people in the house, you're like, eh. I don't well, care that she dies, or I don't care. The mm-hmm. one dude with the shirt off was oh a gosh. gigantic dick. Yes, yeah. His, but but then again, not. He had some kind of fun moments. True, though, very true. Like, yeah. yeah, he, he had some. He had some moments. Not when being he, when bullied. He's, and... Coaches him not being bullied. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, each person, I would say, had a redeeming except quality. for the cheerleader. <laughs> it was like, yeah, please. <laughs> and and the other thing, the only quibble I'd have about this is in your trailer, should you really be showing? Who directed it? Like no, well, times? not that, but oh. also who's not, who's dying in it? Because that's sometimes the fun part about. Yeah, you know they're all going to die. But I didn't watch the trailer, so oh. I, I. But it wasn't even that. so much like who died. It was all the deaths were like really cool. Creative. I thought, yeah. Yeah. I thought there yeah. was new deaths in this. I wrote that down as one of my notes. So there's some, and, and yeah. obviously this is Home Alone inspired. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I yeah! Mean, yep. It's it's the only quibble, and this is a small quibble, is before. Um, when he, he, he runs outside and he goes back into the basement. Do you know what I'm talking about? He has the little locket. Run, the, the Oh, room. under the house. Yeah. Under yeah. the house. Yeah, yeah. Fat Max or whatever it's called. Why aren't you just running away at that point? Oh, because it, it's but a suspend disbelief. I know. But, yeah. I know, but <laughs> I could, what they should have done is introduced his little girlfriend earlier. Then that would have given him a reason to not just run away. I figured there was a way you could have done that. Oh, that's – yeah, that's a good point. Because she comes into it right after that. Mm-hmm. And if there was a way she could have went under the, the house, like he sees her and I don't know how you would do it, but 
Yeah. But you could fix that problem. But that bothered me. I was like, just run, dude, run. <laughs> so anyway. What, what I, I was it. impressed with this movie is just overall well-made film. Mm-hmm. Very clearly thought out. The shots were cool. There was a lot of unexpected moments. There was things that they did that were just super cool in the cinematography. I still don't know how they do the bit where in the opening sequence where he's talking to his little girlfriend and they're having a normal conversation to normal speed, but everybody's walking slow motion around them. I don't know how they do those shots. Um, if they green screen or to what they do, but there was some things done cinematography wise uh, that I just thought really made this. Uh, an enjoyable movie when they started overlaying the text on top of things. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> Especially fun. in that response, like when he finds the rocket. <laughs> yeah, and then they put the text underneath it. It's just like, fuck yeah, pocket knife. There, there was some, <laughs> there was just some fun things too. Like when he's he's, he's uh, cutting his ropes. Yeah, and, and like, they're yeah, watching. Yeah, yeah. We can see, see you in the, you in the Yeah, it's like, so, are you kidding? You're still yeah. trying to catch your. We can what? <laughs> yeah, no, that was pretty funny. Yeah, the comedy bits I think were my favorite part mm-hmm. of this movie. Really, this is this was again the uh, uh, example of doing horror comedy really well. Mm-hmm. The, the I was going to mention it, but the, <laughs> the rope cutting bit was great. A lot of the dialogue, there's a lot of funny dialogue in this as well. And uh, um, the treehouse, I think the treehouse death was probably my. I like the, yeah. the line of the the guy saying, "Statistically, I'm either going to go to jail or I'm going to die, and both are going to happen." Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite lines I wrote it down was, I'm still alive, motherfucker, from the girl in the basement. Underneath the house? Underneath the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She says it right before the other thing happens. Oh, okay. You, you just barely hear it, you know. <laughs> I'm still alive, motherfucker. I love that line. I No, I, I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, like you said, the comedy, I think, was probably the best part of it, but uh, the kills were... They're fun. Yeah, they're all creative. The uh, the oh. first one I was not expecting the way it happened. You shot me in the boob. Oh, the, oh, the other yeah. one. That one. Yeah, that was probably that my favorite. Good, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to decide how how in depth we want to get here because I don't want to spoil anything for anybody. But yeah, there was very creative kills. Uh, the chick getting shot in the boob was hysterical. The, the, the dialogue that followed that the was di- like well, great. That's what yes. made it. Yeah. That's what yeah, made it was the dialogue me. afterwards. Who's going to yeah. want me now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to suck my nipple? Yeah. <laughs> So just a, just a great film. I'm really glad that we were able to watch this for uh, for our podcast here. So yeah, uh, my I, I actually watched it with my youngest daughter, and and we were just both laughing out loud. Yeah. And then there were moments where we're just like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. when certain things would happen. So, yeah. uh, I thought the sound editing editing in this was really really good. There was things I was picking out that I normally wouldn't have, like at the end when he's got the book. And the lighter, mm-hmm. I don't know if you noticed it, it was a torch sound underneath it. You heard these really heavy flickering sounds really? and stuff like that. Oh, nice. There was just little things like that. The music, I thought, was awesome. And just, I, I just thought the sound editing was really, really solid in this. Yeah, there was there was a lot of really good aspects. Again, I go back to the, the character development between B and Cole. Like you said at the... No, 
I don't want to talk uh, about the end, do I? I think it's tough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, just really great character development. And you just you you care for the characters and then you don't care for them and then you do. And they just there's redeeming qualities and then there's assholes. And yeah. I just I thought they weaved weaved it woven. It. it was woven together very really well. I think yeah. they I think they tried to set themselves up for a sequel. Do you think that was successful or not? I don't think they can now. I hope they don't. Right? Uh, yeah, I think a sequel might kill it. Yeah. I yeah. I hope they don't, but knowing that they probably will. Um, tr- yeah, I'm trying to. You remember. may have missed something because it was after part of the. Credits. You guys watched it fairly recently. Yeah. I watched Wait, it, it after the credits. A little. I thought it was. I thought it was. Oh, I didn't. I, didn't I thought it was what... like after a few credits and then. Oh, is there a stinger? Something. Oh, then I didn't see it either. I didn't okay, either. well, we can discuss that off air. Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> um, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was at the. Is end that why you're asking and... about a sequel? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. Okay. Okay, I'll so yeah, we'll that. discuss that. So, so if you do watch it, make sure that you watch it to the end. And because if if I'm correct, if I'm if I remember it correctly, there was something after part of the credits started rolling. Okay. Hmm. Um, uh, go, go ahead, ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. You. I was just going to wrap up with oh, uh, with numbers, but you got. No, I, I got a couple more things yeah. here. Uh, there the, were with the cinematography. There were things I wanted to point out and kind of get your guys's aspect of it. Um, he showed uh, when he was sitting on the bed boning up on Mad Men on his computer yeah, and everything yeah. fast forwarded really quick. Mm-hmm. I thought that was such a cool shot because it didn't, I mean, it's just a clever way to do it. Um, there was a first person camera view where everybody was talking directly to the camera as if it was coal. And I thought they handled that really well. Um, when they fell down and were talking on the rooster couch, that's what I want to call it. It's a couch, but the patterns were all roosters mm-hmm. on it, but it was an overhead shot that just kept mm-hmm. spinning that I thought oh, was, yeah. really, that was really, that really, was really cool. cool. Mm-hmm. I, I liked I liked the um, claustrophobic shots as soon as he sees what's going on. Yes, I don't, you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they shot it from like I don't know how to explain it. Um, there were awesome transitions between scenes: the, the clock spinning on its own, the spin the bottle section where the camera was really close on the bottle. Just really good transitions. Uh, the kills were great because a lot of them were brand new. <laughs> the gajillion movie references. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mean, it was very constant. Yes. I love that stuff. Yeah. Um, I even and, saw shots from movies that I'm sure he put in there that were specific. Mm-hmm. Um, the one in the blanket was six cents. I mean, that was, oh, yeah, it yeah, was yeah. completely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He did a lot of those. Uh, and then there was one more reveal. He was, it was after the exp- it was after what happened in the basement, and there was all this smoke outside. <laughs> and, but, oh, the explode! The the, 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 ex- the anywho, <laughs> um, but there was like the the light was like these light rays through the smoke, and then the guy without the shirt just kind of emerged. I remember from that. It. Yeah. That was really yeah, and it was just they a did, great did really shot. Well. It kind of reminded I don't want to say Exorcist, but that was kind of that thing where you see mm-hmm. someone just standing in that um, that smoke or that fog. I just I, no, I think they did probably did that on purpose. Yeah. I saw stuff from Risky Business in there. Uh, oh oh yeah, yeah, when he com- yeah yeah. Um, which I, I think thought- it was a very well, and he the director got an award for pop culture style um, uh, music videos. Okay. And so I think he was letting that come through here because there were so many pop culture yeah, references really in was. there. So uh, overall, give it a grade. Is this out of four out of five? Stars? Ten. 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 Four out of ten. Yep. Oh, uh, me eight. Eight. I go eight. I give it a nine. I give it a nine as well. A solid eight for me. I push it to a nine. For that genre, yeah, horror comedy, I'd give it a nine. Yeah. For that genre. 
like I'm not putting that movie against you know a different genre. Schindler's I, List, exactly, right? But for that genre, I thought they knocked it out of the park, yeah. and and it wasn't too long. It wasn't, no, no, it was it about it was, time. Yeah. If it would have went any longer, I'd have been like, eh. yeah, Josh. What? I'm sorry. Remember? I, I gave eight. it an eight. Oh, yeah, you did give it an eight. eight. Yep, Never mind. Eight. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, plugs. Cool. Plugs. If you're looking for some high quality movie reviews, step on over to gregthemovieguy.blogspot.com. I've been slacking a little bit because I've been doing this 31 day horror movie challenge, but that'll be over in two days. And I hope to get back into some movie reviews. So again, that is gregthemovieguy.blogspot.com. Uh, if you are listening to this before Halloween, it is our intention to have uh, a special Halloween treat for you posted on our YouTube channel. Yes. Uh, we have uh, Ghost Hunter, which we showed at Prairie Lights Film Festival last weekend, and we are hoping to get that posted on Halloween. Went over really well. Yes, yeah. it did. Went over really yeah, well. We were very pleased with the way it went over. Uh, yeah, otherwise, check us out at uh, MidnightFrightFilms.com. Check us out on Midnight Frights on Facebook, the Midnight Frightcast. We mm. are on the Insta of Grams. And where else are we? Are we anywhere? On Twitter? Are we, do we do Twitter? We, we don't, don't do Twitter. Twitter I don't do think we, we tweet. Uh, we, we, we had to draw the line somewhere. We don't yeah. tweet to Twitter. I thought um, we had it set up that it, when we do Facebook posts that it goes to it Twitter, but to I, don't think, might, I don't think that ever. Yeah. Fuck Twitter. So Midnight Frights, Midnight nice. Frightcast, and the Insta of Grams. Tom? Can I plug personal stuff? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> well, it depends uh, what personal stuff you want plug. Yeah. Patrick, exactly. bend over. <laughs> um, uh, Soda Pop at the Haymarket Theater, November 30th, December 10th. Patrick and I are both in it. Uh, lip Sync Musical. Hilarious. If you're 1950s in the Lincoln 1950s Lip Sync Musical. Great music. Funny show. Excellent. All right. That concludes the epic, the milestone, the wonderful episode 20. From all of us here at Midnight Frights, we wish you a bloody evening, a scary tomorrow, and go get yourself some freaking candy. Out.